Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Thursday, April 13th at Keeneland. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Late pick four covers races six through nine on the Thursday card. And as I uh, handicapped this card, all of my picks are up at the Keeneland website, keeneland.com. I uh, found myself gravitating some to uh, several price horses. So maybe this will be a day to to get some uh, big payoffs up on the board and uh, maybe a nice juicy pick four or pick five. We're going to the late pick four, which starts with a first-level allowance race on the turf at a mile and an eighth for Phillies and Mayors four and up. And, uh, Jim, where did you land in race six? I thought this race was one that you could get a price on. Uh, I'm sure that I'm, I'm thinking this might be one for you as well. Oh, yes. Maybe, we're, maybe we'll land on the same price. Really had a hard time deciphering all this. You've got a first-time North American starter for Grand Motion. you got a couple of horses in here, Polo Lobo for Quality Star for Talamo. That, that's where I landed. This horse ran in Turfway uh, last time out in January, went a mile and a quarter, so obviously not going to have a problem getting the distance. Ran in the Mrs. Revere at Churchill last November uh, in a grade two and certainly did not disgrace herself. Got beat by Bubble Rock, <coughs> excuse me, um, and ran a 78 buyer. And that was the first time off a maiden win. It took her a long time to break her maiden, but she's gotten really good. And, and I think that uh, coming back off a, a short layoff uh, from January, uh, Talamo and Lobo at 8 to 1 might be a bargain. But I'm also going to use uh, Saki for uh, Correa. And uh, Vincent Chemino, the French jockey who did so with her, her last year, another horse coming off tur- Turfway. I think there's a pattern going here that almost won on the synthetic. But if you go back to last October, ran really well here in Lowell's race at Keeneland at a mile. This one's stretching out, <clears throat> so there's some question marks there, but um, Chemino is a, is a great turf rider. So first two picks are 8 to 1 and 10 to 1. And then my third pick is going to be Precursory, this six who's 15 to one i get a uh, uh sheet from uh, tripnotepros.com uh, and the notes on this uh, in this um daily race form are incorrect on this horse the horse really had a, a different kind of trip and, and was passed in a stretch but came back a little bit and got a 76 buyer at fairgrounds and uh, that turf course down there is not exactly the best thing to run on right now but again this horse had a really good race at Keeneland last fall. So Precursory at 15 to 1, I'm going to use for Michael Thomason. And then the two more logical horses are the inside horses, Queen Judas for Mark Cassie with Florent Giroux. And I'm going to use Grand Motion's first time North American. I had a coast, but Grand Motion is 0 for 15 versus North American. So I mean, that might um, that might not bode well, but the horse probably has been running against better in France and Great Britain. So I'm going to go 5 or even 60s here. I think I'm also going to use the 11 horse on the outside, the uh, diamond hands for Todd Fletcher, and that one's going to be the favorite, but I can't imagine taking 7-5 to five in this race. I'm going to try to fade this horse, but I'm going to put him in just in case. Yeah, I'm, I feel the same as you on, on diamond hands. I actually had Quality Star, your top pick, uh, as my top pick initially, and then I uh, continued to look at it, and I ended up going to Texas Shuffle instead, the 7. It's uh, Shug McGahee. Saez takes the mount here on this one. And the horse was narrowly beaten here at a mile and an eighth, same distance they're running in this race. And uh, that was a, a solid effort at Tampa in the first start off a, a brief freshening. And so I think every reason to think this horse could move forward. So I ended up on Texas Shuffle over Quality Star, 10 to 1 over 8 to 1. 
the Grand Motion Horse, the two. Uh, Idacos, I've uh, had picked third. Then I've got Diamond Hands. I've got Sweet Lady Ivanka, uh, just on the angle that she took to the turf when they put her on it last fall. And so I'm going to stop there, but I think you make a, a great point on Saki, the three, that you could include that one just for not to, to get the ticket, uh, my pick four ticket getting too expensive. I'm going to stop there and uh, leave out Saki, but um, it's definitely one you want to consider. Uh, seventh race is a maiden race for three-year-old fillies going a mile and a 16th. And I ended up with uh, Princess Cairo in here. Horse has got good speed, which uh, I think will be helpful. Uh, has already run around two turns twice. Saez rides, a couple of good local works. So I think uh, that one is my number one pick over Curl Girl. I don't really like the post out there in the 10 hole, but this horse bred to love two turns. So I think there's a lot to like about her, but not wild about that post. Then you've got the nine sole titles ready. May have been facing some better competition down at the fairgrounds. Uh, so I think that that horse is a little dangerous. But again, it's the nine hole, so I'm not wild about the post on that one. Uh, Cantheria, uh, the two, uh, comes out of the fairgrounds races. Kind of look at the, the fairgrounds races on the dirt maybe uh, were a little tougher. The Gulfstream races on the turf for maidens and allowance level maybe a little tougher. Uh, and then the eight, uh, Paletta. Cherie DeVoe, Joel Rosario, just off those connections, I'm going to include that horse as well. How do you see race seven? Pretty much the same. I saw Princess Cairo. I, I think the 15 to 1, you're, you're dreaming if you're going to get that there because uh, going from Rodriguez to Luis Saez, uh, Horacio De Paz is a, is a good, although a, not a big name trainer. He's 20% for 2023. So uh, I think this one is live. Probably won't get 15 to 1, more like 5 or 6 to 1, I think. I use Curl Girl, the obvious horse for Flavian Pratt and Devoto on the outside off the 81 buyer at Santa Anita, but Santa Anita form sometimes doesn't transfer to the East Coast, so I would be cautious about taking 9-5 to five on that one. And then I also use her horse, Contea, for Kenny McPeak. I do like that post on the inside there. This horse broke really bad. He got 11 hole. She had 11 hole at the uh, fairgrounds and first-time starter. And really ran well. Only got beat two and a half. Went out to thirty-eight to one. Uh, you won't get thirty-eight to one hundred today. It's going to be more like seven to two or maybe four to one. So great work at Churchill, forty-eight and one, four furlongs on April the seventh. So Kenny looks like this one's going to be ready. So I think those three gets you through this leg, uh, the two, four, and ten. Race eight is a second level allowance for four-year-olds and up on the turf at a mile and the sixteenth. Where'd you land here? I landed on Chad Brown and I read Ortiz. This is the one that I thought of the four races should be the most formful. And there are a lot of reasons that I like this horse over anything else in the race. Strong quality for Cassie and, and Giroux, the seven horse, can make a case for that one. And you can make a case for Creed's, Shug McGahee's horse for Louis Saez coming off a good effort at Gulfstream, uh, preceded by a win at Tampa. But verbal for Chad Brown looks like the class of the race. Ran here in the Transylvania last year on April the 8th and uh, 5th, got beat three and a quarter, and then had a long layoff and came back first time off that 10-month layoff. Uh, Chad Brown put him in the Tampa Bay Derby, uh, Tampa Bay Stakes, rather, and uh, he ran very well. Only got beat two and a quarter to Emmanuel, who's coming back in the Maker's Mile on Friday. So Emmanuel is one of the top three or four horses in that race. Win from within also came out of that race. So I think that's going to be a key race for 
verbal going forward. And I just think that this horse is, I, I, I can't imagine him not being the favorite, and I can't imagine him not getting a good trip with Iran from the inside. So I'm going to take a stand right here because I've got to go deep in the others. This one is my chalk race of the day. The uh, eighth race is going to verbal for Iran Ortiz. Yeah, I um, got close to singling verbal for all the reasons you mentioned. There's a really good group last time at at Tampa. But I'm also going to include the five script. It's uh, Graham Motion, who um, tends to, to fire with his stakes horses. And the horse is one on this turf course, too, which is a big plus. So I'm going to take two when we get to the pick four. If you wanted to look deeper, strong quality comes off a win and makes the third start off the layoff. Creed, the three, it's uh, it's Suge McGahee, so you certainly could respect that barn, but I think it's verbal or script and uh, a strong lean to verbal for me as well. Closing out the late pick four is a claiming race for non-winners of two lifetime for three and up, going a mile and an eighth on the main track. I ended up on Lord Donegal in here. Um, but the uh, three-year-old debut at the fairgrounds was a, a solid effort with a 74 buyer. It's Cox and Pratt in a good post position. The 10, Mr. Boma, uh, last race was uh, his best, so maybe he's uh, starting to peak. The 7, classic Mark I'm going to use. Joe Sharp claimed this horse, and the horse was making its first start off a layoff and won that race. So it's kind of interesting that they claim the horse. It had been off a, off a long time. And they you've put in the claim before the race, and uh, they claimed the horse, and he wins. So they clearly saw something in maybe how this horse was training up to that effort. So I'm going to add that one. Uh, Rounder comes out of Oaklawn and uh, some solid company there if you want to go deeper. But I'm going to stop with three when we get to the late pick four. Who do you like in race nine, Jim? I had this. Excuse me. I had classic Mark. Mark this. I'm going to slide this one in, and and Tom's not going to be able to, to get it, but. But you got my turf way form. I, I think this horse is, is very live in here. They bring it back. They claimed it for 15, and they bring it back for 20. And the horse was running in maiden special weight last year at Churchill, and, and then they dropped it to maiden 50. They laid him off for uh, you know nine months, and then they bring him back for 15, and Joe took a shot at him and, and, and really maybe got a nice little horse at this level. So classic marks have a big shot. Tobalo Feliz for Kenny McPeak and, and BJ on the inside. Lord Donegal for Brad Cox was the obvious choice. But I wonder about dropping a horse out of a $75,000 listed stakes to $20,000. That's got, that's got red flag written all over it for me. And I, I would not take a short price on Lord Donegal, even though Pratt takes them out. Brad Cox always got him ready. This horse, uh, I don't understand why they gave up on the horse so quickly. So... Uh, and that's Donegal Racing. They like to win races, but I'm questioning the drops of 20000 River Boy, the other Joe Sharp, I think with Louis Saez. Uh, Joe's got a good doubleheader in here with Saez and Gaffleon riding for him. Um, and I'm going to use uh, 10, Mr. Buma, also for Dale Roman. So five deep, uh, I think, in the one, two, six, seven, ten. Yep, five deep in the big four. All right, let's talk tick four, pick four ticket structure. I've got the first leg, five horses, two, four, seven, nine, eleven. Uh, second leg, five horses, two, four, eight, nine, ten, then one, five, and then two, seven, ten for a $75 ticket. How about you? Uh, a little bit similar. Uh, not, not quite as much money since I'm singling, uh, the, uh, one horse in the third race. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go seven deep in the first race. And to be quite honest, I'll probably go all because that's my rule. So, but for the purposes of pricing a ticket, I'm going to go seven with 
with two four ten, singling I read in the third leg with a one horse, and then one two six seven ten, and that is a fifty two dollar and fifty cent ticket. Best of luck with your plays on the Thursday card. Friday's a big day with Makers Mark Mile uh, on the card, and we'll be back to handicap that one in our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.